we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for July 18th 2022 I have a gigantic study today and I don't know how much of this realistically I'm gonna be able to actually do I'd like to get it all done um, it's about 60 pages but a lot of it is part of it is my protocol for COVID because we're going to talk about that and I like to post that whenever I, I talk about it and that takes up a lot of space and part of it is comments that I'm going to be reading regarding um, <clears throat> shedding and smells and other things that people are experiencing from the non-vax being around the vaccinated for, for uh, COVID. Of course, it's not a vaccine, it's gene therapy and it's that's a whole other discussion, but uh, <clears throat> it is a gigantic PDF for, for today's day. But again, we'll see how much I can get through here. Um, I'm going to open us up with the prayer to neutralize occult rituals, and then we'll get right into the teaching. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth, seated at the right hand of the Father, we come in the authority given to us in Christ Jesus. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continuously. We put on the whole armor of God. We resist and renounce Satan, the God of this earth. We rise to war by the power of the Holy Spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices sent against your will in the body of Christ. We ask you to dispatch legions of warring angels in full battle array to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Route your enemies on all fronts on all fronts turn their hatred anger accusations conflict arrogance and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the pits that they have intended for others we nullify cancel and oppose every satanic operation scheme maneuver and strategy cause secret plans agendas and motivations of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see we decree and declare that what these evil people and entities meant for evil that you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people we close every evil portal that has been opened by them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood, we break and cancel every curse, spell, hex, vex, charm, enchantment, decree, spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ, the innocent, and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, satanist, sorcerer, voodoo priest, shaman, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity. May they fall into the very pits that they have dug for others. Lord Jesus, reveal your love to them. Save those that can be saved. Show them the truth about who they're serving and their eternal destination if they continue in their present path. Open their minds and ears to receive supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel. Bring them to salvation, Lord. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay, so going right into the study here. This first report is called Woke Church Members Label the Pro-Life Movement a Demonic Agenda. Now this is how far that collectively the church, the 501c3 corporate church, has fallen. Now I understand they're not all on all this level. Not all 501c3 corporate churches are on this level. I get that but this is the bottom rung this would have been unheard of i think even 10 years ago but now evidently it's uh the norm in a ton of different churches woke church ministers label pro-life movement a demonic agenda and claim god is pro-death pro 
choice. They pro-choice to kill your baby. My body, my choice. Well, the baby's body that's inside your body is not your body. Well, it's within my body so I can do to it whatever. Well, then just, then let's expand it out to where you can deliver the baby and then chop its head off. Well, that, I don't know about that. Well, hold on. Isn't it your body, your choice? Well, yeah, but it was in, inside me. So I was going to do the abortion in darkness and therefore Satan loves to hide his deeds in darkness and therefore it's more palatable and it's considered a, quote, medical procedure. It's considered reproductive health. So it's okay then, right? No, no, it's not. Not in God's eyes. It's murder. They're saying God is pro-choice. May their tongues turn black and rot out of their maggot-infested heads in the sight of all men. Why? That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing. And the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him and all the upright in heart would glory. Because we need God's judgment now on the church. And the Bible says judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that these preachers are in any semblance of the house of the Lord, but they are representing themselves as Christians. The last time I turned around and they're teaching their um, congregants, their followers, that the pro-life movement is a demonic agenda and they claim that God is pro-choice. So my words might be strong, but they're condoning the murder of babies and God needs to judge this wickedness for things to change so that hopefully they will have some semblance of the fear of God. And some could get saved and some would repent because if they continue to get away with this type of wickedness without God's judgment, the congregation sees that and they think, well, I guess God is pro-choice. He's letting them say it. He's representing himself or she, although you'll see a lot of them are she, women pastors representing themselves as the ministers of God. So let's hear it out of their own mouths. So you could say, well, where do you where do you where do you get any biblical precedent praying for something of such a nature as what you just said? Well, let's go to Acts 12. Acts 12, 20. And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre in Sidon, but they came unto him in one uh they came with one accord to him, and having made Blastus the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace, because their country was nourished by the king's country. Uh, and upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, evidently after hearing Herod, saying, It is the voice of God and not of man. So they attributed this devil, Herod, to basically God. I mean, if it's the voice of God, doesn't that mean he's God? And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. See, God will share his glory with no one. And you know what? God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And this did happen in the, in the New Testament times. It's not like this was, it sounds like something Old Testament, but it's new. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him. Immediately. The judgment was swift and just and immediate. 
And again, where do we, why is that so important? Well, I'll go to Ecclesiastes 8.11. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. When you do not judge something immediately and you just let it go, ah, we'll get to it. 10, 15. I mean, the justice system is such a joke in so many cases. And I'm talking against, I'm talking about people that are flat out guilty and, and, you know, it's easily provable in these types of things. Trials that drag on forever. And then if they do get the death penalty, you know, it probably is never going to happen. And, you know, these types of things. Well, because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. What's the result? Therefore, the heart of the sons of man is fully set in them to do evil. It emboldens them. They figure, well, if anything does happen, it's going to be way years down the road. And if, you know, worst case scenario, I'll be life in prison and I'll get to live off the government. Well, that wasn't the case for good old um, King Herod. The people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of God and not of man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. And was eaten of worms. Mm. and gave up the ghost. Wow. What was the result? Hmm. But the word of God grew and multiplied. That sounds like really super good fruit when a wicked man was judged in, in front of everyone and the hand of God moved and it was obvious that the hand of God moved and God got the glory. Sounds like a lot of people probably got saved from that or hearing about it. You had to be all kind of hundreds and hundreds of eyewitnesses. All these people that were giving, saying this guy was God one minute, realized the next minute he's not God. And he's in hellfire. So, there you go. Just wanted to kind of, I wasn't even planning on going over those verses. But let's let's go ahead and listen to these wonderful, wonderful, um, biblically correct uh, we we're going to hear from a whole bunch of women pastors off the bat here. White Rock UMC Methodist, East Dallas, Texas. This is right from their own website. This is not anything like these people are trying to hide. They are glorying in their shame. Uh, and um, let's see what they got to say to, say to us. This is on Breibart too. It's not like this is even on, this is not even really a Christian, you can consider it conservative, but it's not like Christian websites pointing this out. Let us pray. Oh, now, hold on. I missed the first one here. Let's let's listen to her again. Oh, we didn't hear it the first time. How long will women and girls be viewed as second-class citizens? Let us pray. Now, evidently, that's because they don't have their abortion rights. Giver of children. Okay, so this is United Church of Christ, this Rastafarian-looking, demon-possessed-looking uh, preacher lady that I can't even hardly stand to look at. United Church of Christ. This is right from their website. Um, and we're going to hear what she has to say. Giver of choice. You have created us in your image. Hold on. I, I'm sorry. I'm, they're, they're just, these are tiny little sound bites. Let's go back. Here we go. Giver of choice. You have created us in your image. So here we have a lesbian looking Catholic priest collar wearing, um, another united church of christ 
and she's saying, God, our creator, we gather in disbelief. And given us agency over our own bodies. We pray for all. So they, we, God's given them, the women, agencies over their own body to kill their babies. A sacrifice fit unto Moloch or Lilith or Chemosh or Artemis, whatever deity, modern day deity of child sacrifice you're probably going to choose because those are some of the most popular modern day deities of child sacrifice. And I'm just quoting you from witches and warlocks that work at these abortion centers. That's what they'll tell you. So here we have St. Bartholomew's Church, a uh, Episcopalian in um, New York City. Let's see what they have to say. Over our own bodies. We pray for all who partner with those in need of reproductive health care. We pray for the loss of life yet to come from forced childbirth and illegal abortion. Good Lord. Reproductive health care. We pray for them that they get their abortion. They're not coming right out, but you have to obviously kind of read between the lines a little bit, but this is what they're praying for and all the loss of life because they won't be able to get their stinking abortion, which is like, you know, 0 .00 whatever percentile of these things that they claim are so incredibly common and it's not common and there's all kind of contingencies that could be made for that if the truth be known. But they want to they talk about the women that can't get it and are going to, uh, you know, resort to coat hangers and, you know, go back to the Stone Ages and all the women that are going to be dead on the streets because they um, try to abort their baby with a coat hanger and then uh, kill themselves. And, and this is who they're in reference to. And it's just based on nothing but lies. Abortion. We pray for those who are not of the same mind regarding reproductive rights. Oh, Lord. Reproductive rights, meaning the right to kill your baby. And then here we go back to this this preacher woman at White Rock, East Dallas, and, and she's crying out to God or to Satan for... Um, oh, Lord, Satan. how long will women and girls be viewed as second-class citizens? How long before women and girls will be able to make decisions for their own health and wellness? Oh, I guess it's the white patriarchy that's forcing them to not be able to get abortions. That's what's kind of implied there, evidently. And these are preachers. These are supposed to, even though there's no Bible at all for a woman preacher. I'm sorry, there's none. There is none. Okay. It's forbidden in the Bible. Sorry. The Bible says the pastor, the elder, the bishop, the deacon is to be the husband of one wife not the wife of one husband. It's such a foregone conclusion that it's never even talked about in the New Testament. But evidently God's changed and it's okay now. And we could just throw all the biblical parameters out. Now I've done a whole teaching on that. It's called What Women Can Do for the Lord. I've never had a woman come back to me and say, I'm gonna refute this point by point. And that's never happened. And listen, you can be mad at the messenger, but who you're really mad at is God, because all I do in that study is quote scripture. Very clear, easily delineated, easily provable scripture about the roles of men and women within the body of Christ. That's it. It's not motivated out of out of a, uh, a, a some kind of chauvinistic type of mentality on my part. I can assure you that. Okay, so now let's hear some, from some, some men of Satan. Um, the Icon Community Church in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I, I love the uh, nice 
garbage he's got in the back. He's got like a genie's lantern with a with a hexagram with a smiley face in the middle of it, with um, all kind of really weird cryptic garbage in the background that he's preaching from, which is a which is a pertinent backdrop for whatever he's he's going to spew out of his mouth. Dare I say, if men could get pregnant, this wouldn't even be a topic. All the guys, let's all let's all set appointments to get vasectomies. We... So that's the that's the solution. So we're going to protest um women not having full access to abortion on demand 24 7 7 days a week in all 50 states by all men getting in the body of christ getting vasectomies because that's going to fix everything evidently even though god is the one that told us to you know be fruitful and multiply and take dominion over the earth um okay that makes total satanic sense to me and while some view abortion so i guess they know the women know pain because now they can't have access to abortion on demand in all 50 states unbridled i i, I guess so here we're going to hear from this good um pastor saint luke's episcopalian uh, I think you always used to call that Wiscopalian when I was in the Baptist church. Anyway, uh, St. Luke's um, Episcopal Church in Atlanta, Georgia. A lot coming out of Atlanta here. It's some really super good fruit. Um, let's hear from him. And while some view abortions as babies being killed, as I once did before praying for a deeper understanding. Oh, so he prayed to Satan for a deeper understanding that abortions aren't killing up a baby so what did satan tell him laws that restrict and take away freedoms are oh so that's all that matters is, is is if we have a freedom to do some the, the most wickedest thing in god's eyes killing our own children in the womb when they're the most innocent and the most helpless if we if man somehow tries to limit that freedom to murder our own bloodline evidently that's all that matters is if it's a freedom being taken away nothing about the murder of the child no no that's fine that's jim dandy finding dandy cotton candy no problem at all how demon possessed to the toenails do you have to be as a quote pastor to let those words come out of your mouth I mean, we are talking demon-possessed to the toenails. Dare I say, 100% unredeemable. Because you have known, you've known about Christianity. You've known about it. It's not like you, you know, you're a pastor. You've been exposed to it. Maybe your whole life. Okay, and, and again, these verses just start flooding into my head because the Bible says that when it was more expedient that Jesus go, because when I go, I will send the Comforter, capital C, the Holy Spirit that indwells the born-again believers, and he shall bring these things that I've taught you into your mouth. Now, I, I understand I'm paraphrasing there a little bit, but it brought me to this verse in, or these verses in 2 Peter 2. Um, let's just start at verse 17, and, and, we'll, and we'll get to the, the verses that really came into my head. These are wells without water. Pastors like this, ministers, whether they call, whether they're men, women, whatever, 
in the apostate, lukewarm, 501c3 corporate church of America. I'll just talk about that. And I understand they exist in a lot of derivations in Europe and in Canada, and I'm sure all over the planet. But these are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. You have to understand there's a special place in hellfire for these ministers. A special place to whom the midst of darkness is reserved. It's reserved for them. It's like when you go and you RSVP or whatever, you know, or, or have a special reservation at a restaurant for a particular table that you want. It's reserved for you. Well, this is reserved. There's a special place in hellfire that's reserved for them. Just like the angels that fell and left their first estate the, the the Greek word there is Tartaros, and that is a special compartment of hell for the fallen angels. Well, these guys that we're hearing today, they also have a special place for them in hell. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh. Well, it sounds pretty good. Maybe God is pro-choice. Maybe he really does want us to kill our babies. I mean, this guy went to cemetery for, you know, all these years. I mean, seminary. He knows better than I do. I haven't cracked my Bible ever, and I'm, I'm reading some wacky version, whatever, of it anyway. Hard to get the truth out of a living Bible or an NIV that has 64,098 less words than the King James. And that's, that's an accurate statement. I mean, it's only almost 10% of the total text. Plus, it's been corrupted. And I've went over that a million times, how all these other versions have been corrupted. But anyway, for when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from those who live in air. Meaning, you don't even want to go into a church like this and be around the people in that church or especially the pastor because... The pastor's the head, and if the head is sick, then the whole body will become sick. If the head is sick and you put yourself under that head, you yourself will become infected. It's just the way it works. Well, where can you, where can you prove that? Oh, how about the next verses? While they promise them liberty. Liberty to kill my baby. It wasn't that what he was just talking about? We don't want anything that takes our freedoms away, he said. Even though that freedom is satanic and wicked and evil, they'll, they'll do the same thing about the LGBT rights and all the other wicked perversions that go on on the planet. They'll defend them just as ardently. Yeah, those are the only freedoms those preachers and pastors and ministers really do are really going to take a stand on. Because they're of their father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works, they will do. That's the only thing I really care about. They're not going to take any stance on like real biblical Christianity. Good Lord, no. <laughs> That's the furthest thing from their mind. And I don't, mean, I don't say that because I think I'm perfect or anything. I'm just saying, I mean, come on. You're, you're defending abortion? Really? The Bible tells us to get away from them. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Well, I'm sorry. If you're, you're sitting under a pastor like that, I cannot assume you're saved. Come on. I mean, if the Holy Spirit lives inside you, why, aren't he, why isn't he convicting you to get out of there? All I can say is what happened to me. You know, I mean, and I tried, man. I went to a lot of different churches over the years. It wasn't like I just was like kind of one hit wonder or whatever. I mean, while they promised them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. This is the 
the best example of that verse that I've ever said in all my years of ministry. He's promising you liberty to kill your baby and he's defending the right for you to kill your baby and saying it's of God. All, all Basically all these ministers. But they're the servants of corruption. Why? Because by a, a tree is known by its fruit. I mean, come on. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. And this is why you do not want to go to these churches to become a member or put yourself under some devil like we're hearing. Because if you do, you're going to be overcome and you're going to be brought into bondage. But those chains you cannot see. For after, and this was this was the, the point I was trying to make. This is the verse that came into my mind. These guys know better, or women, they know better. At one point in time, come on. This is a, a lot of times a gradual progressive slide for a lot of them. Some of them were already wicked when they, I, I, I get it, but for a lot of them it was a progressive slide. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein, and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. This is why there's a special place in darkness reserved for them. They become entangled with the pollutions of this world. I mean, what more evidence would you need than a pastor up there defending your right to kill your baby when he should be doing the exact opposite? Or LGBTQ rights? Or transgender rights? Or having like yoga workshops in your in your church, new age occultic garbage, which commonly goes on in the churches as well. The latter end is worse than the beginning. To further go on that point, for it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. It had been better to never have known it then after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them but it has happened unto them according to the true proverb the dog is returned to his own vomit again and the sow meaning the pig that was washed to her wallowing in the mire so nice clean pig i'm all i'm all out of here but i'm gonna go right back into the slop and the dog's gonna return right back to his own vomit and gobble it up Sorry to be graphic, but, you know, this is what the Bible is saying. And the Bible, a lot of times, is graphic. I don't know a better example of, of these verses than what we're hearing with this. I, I just don't know. I've never heard a better example. Let's continue forward. Never on the side of Jesus and a God of justice. Because hold on, hold on. Let, let, let me just back that up and get a little more context there. Are never on the side... I once did before praying for a deeper understanding laws that restrict and take away freedoms are never on the side of Jesus and a God of justice. Oh, so the freedom to kill your baby, that's never on the side of Jesus. You see about this great swelling words of vanity that the Bible was talking about? Wolves in sheep's clothing? 
they allure through the lusts of the flesh. Well, I'm going to get an abortion. I never thought I could as a Christian. And it's Christian to do it. I'm telling you, you better go by what the word of God said. Don't go by what Scott Johnson says. Don't go by what any of these devils say. You go by what the word of God says in the King James Bible. That, that's what I would advise you to do. I don't ever point people to myself. I don't typically point people to very many other ministers, you know, because you know, for obvious reasons. I'm not saying I've never done that. I'm just saying I'm very selective. And it's just getting worse. But the Bible says, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, 2 Timothy 3.13. And that there's going to be a great falling away, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, of the church. And then that wicked capital W, the Antichrist, shall be revealed. Well, we're already seeing the falling away, so who knows how far away the old revealing of the Antichrist can be. Because, I mean, I can't, get, I can't imagine it get much worse than this. Because if the precedent is the Constitution doesn't talk about abortion, well, the Constitution also says I'm three-fifths of a human being. The Constitution also says... Oh, so he's going to play the black card in this, in this regard. Okay, so he's going to play the white patriarchal, how dare all the, all the signers of the Constitution were white, and therefore blacks are three-fifths of a person. So he's going to go there in order to justify his position so because all those guys were white that signed the declaration of independence and on you know whatever the constitution these types of things they're evil because they're the white patriarchy therefore we should have free abortion on demand again great swelling words of vanity and again this is nothing against my black listeners nothing i'm talking about this is wicked no matter what way you slice it, no matter if you're black, green, brown, red, or whatever. Is that I don't have a right to vote. This is Dream Church, again, of Atlanta. Boy, they're, they're good fruit coming out of Atlanta. And as we continue in this time of... Oh, so then I said he think, and we don't also have a right to vote according to the Constitution or whatever. So he played totally the, the whole, the, the, the black card to justify why there should be free abortion on demand 24-7 for everybody, especially for blacks, evidently right to vote and as we continue in this time of gathering and lament reproductive justice is what Repro we were we were gathering lament reproductive justice we were lamenting why don't they uh, you know what they need to do these churches if they're really serious for satan they need to go and take take some playbooks out of the old testament they need to all go full biblical sackcloth and ash Praying, fasting, throwing ashes on themselves. I mean, until they get their rights back to re uh, to murder their babies on demand anytime they want for whatever reason. Evidently, that's what they're talking about. Kind of do. I mean, I just think they should really put their 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 uh, you know their their money where their mouth is. You know, cry out to the God of all. We will. Cry out to the God of what? Cry out to the God of what? We will continue to Hold be. I, I just want to see if I can get pick that up. To the God of all. We will. Okay, I'm not hearing that last part, but basically crying out to God, I'm assuming, for our, our rights to our reproductive justice in a lamenting type of way. And then we got this lesbian uh, woman that has a shirt with a priest collar on 
but it's just like a t-shirt with a priest collar, which is a really good look for her. And it says, thank God for abortion on the shirt in white letters. So I just wish they didn't string these so close together and they let them talk a little bit more. Because this video is only two minutes and 50 seconds, but I've had to stop it 900 times because it's just too much coming at us. Too many satanic gems for me to just play the whole thing and just, you know, not say anything. Oh, we will continue to be doing this work of reproductive justice. Reproductive. So it's called reproductive justice. Christians that are supposedly pro-abortion. Justice is what we seek, is what we pray for, is what we work for. But if I could rock your theological noodle, I submit to you that my Bible teaches me that God is pro-choice also. And <laughs> Rock my theological neuter. Do that pastor with the king james bible please do that i really want to see how you're going to rock my theological noodle because you will not be able to do it you're going to have to get a queen james bible and those those do exist you probably do it off of queen james sure and, and there's other translations out there now that are probably about equally as blasphemous some people will say, well, Bishop, you're a man of God. A bishop, he's a bishop and a man of God, obviously. Well, Bishop, you're a man of God. Are you pro-abortion? I am pro-human and civil rights. So, oh. again, all that matters are our freedoms and our civil rights that Whitey took away, evidently, in this particular case. What a sick, twisted, satanic way to justify something because the signers of the constitution and the bill of rights and the declaration the whole nine yards they were white so we're going to play that card in order to frame this in some type of way that if this is some huge injustice being done to blacks everywhere because most of these people that we're hearing um are black whether they're women or whether they're it just shows you the the level of delusion that exists within the 501c3 churches of America. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't exist in the white congregations as well. Where are the churches in general regarding, where, where were they since Roe versus Wade got established? Why did they let that happen? Because there's enough numbers that they could have prevented that, prevented getting prayer taken out of school, prevented roe versus way from but you know they didn't do that they left the battlefield for the most part most of the churches have done that testament says i have set before you life and death this is radiant covenant church in the seattle area in washington so i'm, I'm going to go ahead and just back this up just to here let this man of god just let us gonna get a good sermon here right old testament says i have set before you life and death Therefore, I'm not going to legislate the answer for you. We live in a country. So, oh, that's how he's going to rock our theological noodle. So God says, I've set before you life. And, and this is a great example of how cults get started. They twist scripture, take it out of context. There's no biblical whatever. But he's set before us life and death. So therefore, we're the judges of life and death. Who, do, who, who dies and who lives? So we can kill our baby if we want to, because evidently we're like little gods. It doesn't matter what the Bible says about anything else. Murder's not murder. You can kill your baby all day long. 
Because see, God set before us the ways of life and death. Now I'm finally enlightened. Thank you so much, Pastor. Right now we're we're uh, we're guns seem to have more rights than women. If you're pro-life, you wouldn't be fighting for 18-year-olds to buy machine guns. This what? If you're pro-life, you, so again, it's always some other issue that they're going to try to commingle. And it's always some civil rights issue why we have to have abortion on demand. Even though it's flat out black, um, it's it's the blackest of crimes. It, it, is, it is evil. The worst thing you can do is kill your own offspring. It is. It's, 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 it's the worst thing you could possibly do. But I guess by commingling it, with some type of civil rights thing. Now it's gun control and commingled with the signers of the constitution and commingled where they said they were only three fifths a man the, 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 and they didn't have a right to vote. It's something that they gotta fight for. Wow, I tell you, I, I've never heard such. It's so hard to for me to even convey this properly because it's twisting of biblical scripture and principles on a level I have never heard. So I'm almost at a loss for words hearing these quotes from these wonderful men and women of Satan. This is not just about reproductive rights. This is about voting rights. It's about civil rights. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna equate abortion with voting rights and civil rights. Of course, because you've got to play that card constantly to delude and deceive your followers. I wish they could see the demons that were speaking through you. I really do. Because they would run out of your congregation, devil. It's about human rights. This, this human is rights? What about the rights of the baby? What about the rights of the baby? The Bible says in Jeremiah first, uh, Jeremiah 1, 5, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Jeremiah. He knows us before were formed in the womb. What about the human right of that baby, the most innocent among us? No, it doesn't matter. That's not a human right. He's it's just a glob of cells. I, I, I've never heard wickedness like this. Beginning of a demonic agenda. Oh, it's a demonic agenda. This, I, we need fire and brimstone. Mm, we need what happened to Herod. I pray for legions of angels to be loosed to these devils spewing this blasphemy to their congregations. And it would produce the same kind of fruit it did in Acts 12. The word of God grew and was greatly multiplied. And you know what that means. Many got saved and much fear. Fear of God fell on their congregations. That's what we need. I pray to God legions of angels to be loosed to these ministers start here judgment must begin at the house of the lord that they would experience the same type of judgment that herod did in mass i mean i'm talking all over the world wherever this is going on this has to stop 
and then every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder these angels from this happening, that they'd be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss, until which time they'd then be cast into the lake of fire, and that none would be able to come to take their place. For the glory of God, for the sake of the people that need to be saved, for the sake of the babies that do not need to be aborted, The church has to get in the gap. So the church has to get in the gap because this he said it was a demonic agenda. He's telling you the exact opposite. The polar opposite of what scripture clearly says and what I just said. Because I think I'm obviously clearly in alignment with scripture regarding this matter. I mean, it's abortion, okay? <laughs> we're, we're not to be pro-death as Christians. But there you go. There's some nice little sound bites for you on this and then we have related reports biden considers establishing a public health emergency to allow abortions then abortion supporters openly scream we love killing babies finally the masks are removed and they're exposing themselves for the monsters they truly are well this these congregations would would um i mean now one minister the lesbian minister that you couldn't see with the priest collar shirt on she said god loves abortions well they're they're basically already doing that these these people that are openly screaming we love killing babies would be welcome with open arms in these churches why wouldn't they be they're all on the same team team satan and then floating abortion clinic in the gulf to bypass ban we're going to talk a little bit more about these floating things like this. There's a floating prison barge we're going to talk about. And then another one. Abortion isn't reproductive health. It's murder of an individual human being. Absolutely. And then I think this was the Project Veritas. Nine felonies for exposing Planned Parenthood. That Project Veritas guy or one of them that went in there and did that. Nine felonies for exposing Satan. They don't like to be exposed. Again, may God rain down his fury on this wickedness. And then please click the link below to read the story about how Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton just filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration over the executive order on abortion. Good for him. Hopefully there's more, way more of that. And again, they are devils that, that have no fear of God, these ministers we just heard. And evidently, the most of the people in their pews, I mean... <laughs> If that doesn't, if that's not enough to make you run out of that church, I don't know what is. Pure evil. What would these supposed ministers do with these Bible verses below? Abortion and child sacrifice. Oh, they don't ever go near these verses, guaranteed. Not in the King James Bible for sure. I don't know what they say in other versions, but you know. Proverbs 8.36, but he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Well, what about the lesbian priest with the black shirt on, with the white lettering that said, God loves abortion? Well, you love death and you hate God. No, I don't. I love God. No, you don't. You hate God. Your words betray you. Your fruit betrays you. Psalm 106.37 Yea, they have sacrificed their sons and daughters unto devils. 
and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters. Isn't that abortion, essentially? Whom they sacrificed under the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. See, Satan loves abortion for so many reasons, but one of the main one of the main reasons is it defiles the land it pollutes the land and he knows the more abortions that are taking place the more defiled and polluted the land becomes isn't that weird how cern was tied in with that on, on stranger things but child sac or in that case teenage sacrifice was the key to opening up these demonic portals into our plane of existence i believe all that plays a factor in cern on on greasing the skids for that devil particle collider and to work better and the other ones that are at play proverbs six sixteen says these six things doth the lord hate yea seven are an abomination unto him a proud look oh isn't that the quintessential essence of the pride we had just have july pride month or whatever it was or i guess we're still in it or june i don't know a proud look a lying tongue well you got all that with lgbtq You've got all that with these ministers we just heard. And hands that shed innocent blood. Well, you could say, well, that's just an abortion doctor. No, 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 no. It goes goes all the way back down the chain. That that minister's hands that shed innocent blood. There's There could be a woman on the fence about, well, no, it's not Christian. Oh, no, he's telling her it is Christian. You should go get your abortion. Well, then you're part of that chain. You're part of those hands that shed innocent blood. Anybody that's going to talk somebody into an abortion. You're part of that chain. The nurses are part of that chain. The MDs are part of that chain that do it. The, the abortion owners, anybody that's profiting off that is part of that chain. They get to share in that innocent blood, that curse that they're bringing upon themselves. That extra judgment in hellfire. Isaiah 59, 6. Their works are works of iniquity and the act of of violence is in their hands their feet run to evil they make haste to shed innocent blood they can't wait to kill little babies and when that right is even remotely threatened they're just going to go ape it's not like abortion's been banned in all of america but you would think by their reaction that you couldn't ever get an abortion i mean now that'd be great but no not even nearly the case i went over that in previous studies I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that, you know, they act though like it's all been stripped from them. Their feet run to evil. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. So what happens when you go to a church like that and set yourself up and under one of these devils. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. But these are not chains you see. How many people are going to end up in hellfire because of these lukewarm devil 501c3 corporate devil pastors? Whether they're men or women, whatever they call themselves. Deuteronomy 19.9 If thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them which I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God and to walk in his ways um, that and then skipping ahead just a hair, that innocent blood be not shed in thy land. That's part of what he wants us to do. To love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and that innocent blood be not shed in thy land. If you're in America, that would be America. If you're in Canada, that's Canada. If you're in Europe, that's Europe. That was a mandate to the Israelites to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and 
never that innocent blood would be shed in the land which the lord thy god giveth thee for an inheritance so blood be upon thee so in other words if you let that happen the blood of the innocent will be upon the land and then also i believe upon the people it's not good it's horrible and this is why they're going so nuts over this whole Roe versus Wade thing. Because they realize from a demonic standpoint how important this is to Satan. And they do not want that to be slowed down one scintilla. Predators in leadership, inclusive pastors subvert Christianity and promote child molestation and pedophilia. This is what it looks like when we say that Satan has infiltrated the church. Natalie Carey joins to describe her experience at a pride parade where drag queens were stripping down in front of children and thrusting around them. She also describes a pastor who was gay and he had a husband. So I'm, I'm only going to play about five minutes and 30 of this. Horrific content, warning. So you might not want to hear this. Take your kids out. This is what's going on. And again, they're not going into total, 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 total but it's there's some stuff in here that you might not want your kids to hear uh but it is going on and um i'm only going to play about five minutes of this uh let's go ahead and play this natalie carey is an independent journalist based in los angeles california no shortage of things to report on there you can be sure well this past month natalie scoped out the la pride parade where she predictably saw huge amounts of graphic sexual material proudly on display in front of children Stuffed penises, you know, like stuffed animals, but in the shape of genitalia. Men with fully exposed buttocks and a whole lot more. So Natalie decided to interview some of the adults to see what they thought, and most of them were proud to see kids at the event. But the most disturbing answer of all came from a school teacher who acted shocked that Natalie would even question the idea of bringing children to a sexually explicit gay pride event. Oh, and for good measure, Natalie also found a male pastor married to another male pastor, both of them at an inclusive church in Los Angeles. Look. So you think that it's appropriate for kids to see men in thongs dancing? Well, we, again, we can't ex exclude that. So I he's got to show this says God loves gays on it. And um, um, so in other words, I can do whatever I want because I'm gay and any perversion that I want to do is fine because God loves me. It's the same kind of similar justification of these pastors that or these fake charlatan preachers and pastors that we just heard in the previous video using, in this case, civil rights in order to justify their position on why we should have abortion on demand 24-7 in every state and should never be hindered. So everybody's got their justifications, you know? It won't really matter when you stand before God, though. None of these will, will matter. Wouldn't choose it for my child, but I, I'm not going to stand in judgment for somebody who brought their other child here. And that's just one part of this event. It's not all of it. It is a proven fact that child molesters are by far, um, there's a disproportion of child molesters in the whole thing. Pedophilia means boy lover, child lover, whatever. Um, really isn't do it justice. I think child molester is better. It's a proven fact that m most child molesters are of a of a gay or bisexual bent because they're already they've already got a good start on all the demons that 
inhabit their flesh when you're in that movement. So obviously you're going to gravitate to worse and worse perversions. And it always ends up where, you know, you're attracted to, you know, little children and babies and these types of things. And, and this is why they're, it's disproportionate. So these are nothing but grooming events, these gay parades and these transgendered in the, the transgendered uh, library reading garbage. And that's why they're doing it, or at least a big reason why they're doing it. So they can indoctrinate and groom the children. So they've got, they've literally got, um, is there a closed caption on this? They've literally got people on a float. It says, God is in love with you. And, um, you know, literally trying to, you know, give them their version of God that they want you to believe. It's like Satan giving you a sermon. Here, and that's just one part of this event it's not all of it oh yeah yeah it's fine it's fine it's, it's it's fine that just one part of it is trying to you know totally defile the children with all this stuff uh, the rest of it's perfectly fine and acceptable to god i guess in his eyes so then there here's the float here oh so that was a pastor we were hearing from i didn't know that. he says my husband and i are pastors he's got his own float that says god is love and is with you or whatever and with all his gay buddies uh literally with their shirts off dancing on the float so again just Hard to wrap your head around the level of Sodom and Gomorrah, red level insanity perversion that is now just becoming kind of the norm and they glory in their shame and they love wickedness. Woe unto them to call evil good and good evil. That's just the norm now. Natalie Carey saw that and a whole lot more and she joins us now to discuss. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Stu. Yeah, of course. So how are these people not being arrested on suspicion of molestation if I did this, if I exposed myself in this way to kids, I'd be in jail. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, it is shocking. And you would actually also probably be shocked to hear that there were police at this event and not just police there for public safety, but police participating in the parade. I have footage of them dancing, um, gyrating, and it, it is disgusting. And Literally, there's a guy that looks like he's in some kind of diaper that's next to this pastor that we heard earlier uh, who's married to another male pastor who has a church. And he's he's this guy looks like he's in some type of weird diaper dancing, gyrating next to the pastor. And, you know, I'm sure for all the kiddies to see. I mean, this is it's uh, something like I, I you can't even possibly wrap your head around. It is criminal. And I wonder the same thing. How are they allowing this? And now... They're actively participating in it. Where are the fathers in all of this depravity that's happening right out in front of the wide open? In broad daylight, they're grooming kids. They're mm. molesting children. These are pedophiles. If they weren't, they wouldn't do this because they get off on it sexually, having children watch them right. show their bare asses and wave around stuffed penises and as you said, gyrate in front of children. Where are the fathers? Well, they were doing worse than that in Seattle what the week before the guys were riding around fully naked on bicycles in front of the children. There was footage of it, right? I mean, and then doing other things of a very, very similar nature. This is going on. 
Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing. I was walking around, there were kids with their parents, and I wondered, what is going through these parents' head? Are they not seeing the same thing I'm seeing? I would never let my kids near that. I can't I can't imagine what these adults are thinking, the moms and the dads, um, with their kids being exposed to this. What do they think is going that through their kids' mind? What do they how do they think this is going to affect their kids? Are they thinking about these things at all? It's unbelievable. This is child abuse. So if mothers and fathers are there with their children, they should be arrested and locked up for crimes against children. I mean, yes, yes. this is abuse. Do you yes. agree? I mean, I absolutely agree. But but the, po- the police who are supposed to do the arresting and the protecting in the community are actively participating in it. So what do we do? The culture needs to change and police do need to be held accountable and parents need to be held accountable. But who's going to do that? So you were there. I mean, you were there for a tremendous period of time. Uh, I'll be praying for you, obviously. Uh, And thank you (laughs) for doing that. So the rest of us didn't have to. What else did you see here that shocked you? I mean, obviously, false teaching gay pastors at an all-inclusive church on a float going by being introduced like they're heroes for God, but instead they're sent directly from hell yes yeah that was see that's the only version of christianity that will be tolerated is those types of sorry beyond belief pastors i remember i've told this story a couple times when i was driving we were taylor and i were going to go on a vacation uh we're going on vacation to gatlinburg and this was i don't know how many years ago I don't know, seven, eight, nine, I don't know. And we're going by Asheville on I-40. And I think Taylor looked over, she's like, what are all these cars getting off, all these people? They're having some big thing or whatever. I don't know, on a whim, I got off. I'm like, yeah, you know, we got some time. Let's see what's going on. (laughs) Sure enough, it was called Morality Monday. I don't know if they have them still anymore here. Morality Monday. Got out, couldn't hardly even find a place to park. Had to go to like a parking deck. And I'm trying to recollect this. I probably recollected it a lot better from when it's closer to the event. And we're walking out and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all these like really not my crowd. <laughs> these are very, very, I mean, Asheville, North Carolina is extremely liberal. High level amount of witchcraft. A lot of most likely Illuminati type of activity. I've reported on that in the past. and So we're walking and we're walking to this event or whatever and we get there and yeah, it's, it's a group of, from what I remember, preachers, pastors, that were supposedly Christian that were telling the gays and telling the liberals and telling the pro-abortion people every little thing they wanted to hear. Placating And they're getting cheered and wonder oh oh clapping and in 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 cheering and there was this little tiny amount of christians there taylor and i happened to be one of them i didn't even know this was even going on and there was one guy and he was holding up a banner and it and it had um some kind of abortion banner i had like a doctor or something on it and like it was it was pretty it was pretty heavy duty and he was being surrounded and I'm talking, you talk about being outnumbered. <laughs> we were outnumbered thousands too. I don't know. I mean, there was not a lot of Christians there. <laughs> and I went up behind this guy 
and I kind of like I kind of I kind of just put my hand on his shoulder, and I said something to the effect of, "I'm here, brother. Um, I'm with you." And he didn't know at first who was like, whatever. And they were all around screaming at him, and all of us. And there was there wasn't very many Christians there, like I said. And I had Taylor stand back with the other kind of Christian group there, and. I just was glaring honestly at the other at the others if they thought they were going to come in or whatever I'm like well if we die we die it's a good death it's a good day to die for Jesus Christ is really kind of how I felt and this was like I didn't know this was even going to happen and they kind of just kind of like backed off a little bit and then the cops kind of came in and then the cops were like kind of pulled us back cuz they they knew that we were going to be well, they, I'm sure they would have loved to have just steamrolled us and killed us and beat us all into the ground or whatever. And, um, you know, God's bigger than them, whatever. They, an angel of the Lord could come and, you know, <laughs> take care of them all real quick, blind them, do whatever, or worse. But all I'm saying is if something like that did happen, do you know how many people would most likely get saved? How great a fear would fall upon all those people that would have saw that? And those devil preachers up on that stage that were spewing out blasphemy and placating the LGBTQ pro-death crowd. I'm telling you, that was that was some that was crazy. I, I was I was praising God. I mean, that was awesome. I was so glad I was got a chance to be a part of that. Um, all right, let's go ahead and play this a little bit further here. Probably the most sad part for me, because how many people are believing this message? How many Christians are watching this and thinking that there's some some truth or there's some leeway there that maybe this is not what the Bible says? Maybe the Bible does say that um, gay relationships are okay. How many people are being led astray by that? That was really sad for me. And when I questioned that that pastor on his beliefs, after about 10 minutes of the conversation, basically we got to the point where he was saying the Bible is fallible. Um, it's not absolute truth. Everybody just has to. Of course, because that's the only thing he can really fall back on. You know, that's the only thing he can really say is, no, I am God. I am all the arbiter of all truth. But the Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death. These people in these congregations listening to all this blasphemy from these pastors or from these gay pastors at these gay parades, well, they're, they're getting their ears tickled. They're getting something they, you know, something where they don't have to change their sinful behavior. They, they don't want to be convicted in any way, shape, or form. So they're going to gravitate to devils like that that are going to tell them what they want to hear. It's human nature, you know? Unless the Holy Spirit lives inside you, or unless you have some um, really good moral compass, and you you know you've got a conscience, and, and you you, I'm not going to say that's going to save you, but a lot of times that will that will get you pointed in the right direction at least to receive the truth of the Word of God and the Gospel. But the Bible says, "He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool." Proverbs twenty eight twenty six. You know, I mean, that's what the Bible, and that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Well, they don't want to hear about that, those types of verses. 
determine for themselves what they think is right and wrong. And I said, but what about absolute truth? Is there no, like from what you're saying, there's no absolute truth. And he's basically said, I am God's truth. (laughs) That's what he said. So the gay guy, the gay, the gay pastor said, I am God's truth. Mm. I am God's truth. And I said, I thought, wow, that's the most blasphemous, um, evil thing that I've heard. And that, that is, the ultimate sin, right? That pride, that saying, yeah. basically, I am God. That's where it all started. Yeah. And yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, I don't well, know if that would qualify as blaspheme in the Holy Spirit, but I, I think you're, you're, you know, <laughs> I think you're right on the pretty much close, if not totally fully in on that one. It is one of the worst sins in the Bible, and we spend a whole month in this country celebrating. But he said pride is, yeah. Pride. Sodomy, these sodomites, are acting on behalf of Satan himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know in the Bible, unequivocally, verbatim, white and black, how God feels about sodomy. Yep, we sure do. I've went over those verses ad infinitum many, many times. So, going further, do you hear just some related reports um, since the last study? Satanic indoctrination, they want you to experience the taste of of human flesh and i'm not even going to get into that but there's a link to that report then washington school board director to host gender classes for kids ages uh 9 through 12 in adult toy shops meaning adult sex toys so then nancy pelosi's son accused of physical assault of a six-year-old before he used the cps to get the girl taken from her mother that's just typically how cps is used by these bunch of luciferian child molesters then um a must-listen message from my friend Watch, John Paul Rice, director of The Hunger Games, produces a child's voice. You may remember him from the film Remember the Titans. Then he went on to make several wonderfully written, directed, produced independent films. He was well embedded in Hollywood, and he knows their game. Amazon has a unpub- has unpublished his film, A Child's Voice, in the U.S., U.K., and 70-plus countries worldwide. No explanation, no notice. The film deals with the sub. Well, we know why. The film deals with. The, I can't believe Amazon even let it up at all. But the film deals with the subject of human trafficking and satanic child abuse. I played a clip from him, I believe, in the last study. But you could still watch it online. You can still watch it online. I think there's a small charge. I don't know to watch it. But as mentioned here, um, to Annette Lucas tells her story about how she was raped and tortured by elite wealthy aristocrats and politicians in a pedophile ring in belgium there's the link to that i give you all the links to all the stuff here in the pdf listen to the audio version of alice miller miller's book john sites which is called the drama of the gifted child there's another link there you can see the film on vimeo i guess the child's voice film on vimeo here's a link to that and to learn more about the production company and their films visit no no restriction sent.com anyway there's a link to that and um then save the hashtag save the children hashtag stop the madness then on a related report this is uh, and i've reported on this before i believe it has to do with acosta um how tr- a trump cabinet member gave jeffrey epstein the deal jeffrey epstein the the uh, child molester who, who uh trump was good buddies with they raped children together the deal of a lifetime and I, i've done all the studies on that I, my my file on trump now is on just the sexual perversion part is 
over 70 pages and i'm talking a lot of court documents in there the real court documents the photocopies the whole nine yards it's over 70 pages on just his child molestation exploits and his ties to jeffrey epstein and every other wicked devil you can imagine and Ghislaine maxwell um you know it's all there so 70 plus pages you want it email me i'll, I'll send it to you um then the next one Parents beware. Also, what on earth does this have to do with disease control? CDC partnering up with every type of perversion imaginable. We are living in Sodom and Gomorrah increasingly. Oh, but before I get to that, I, I, I check uh, before it's news.com. Oh, I don't know. Two, three times a week. It's such a bastion of lies and garbage and Q garbage nonsense. We're going to be saved and Hillary's going down any second and all this other garbage and the, one of the newest posts new freedom force battalion trump is samson like samson in the bible bringing the temple down aoc stein injunctions oh they're all going to prison and you know um any second and it's now it's the freedom battalion um we are looking at current events and Q in the light of god's word oh isn't that wonderfully comforting and then they're saying, this is the great day of the Lord. We are in the battle of good versus evil. And Trump is our Samson. He is our leader. And, it, and here's the video. And, and it literally starts out the, the, the um, cover page for it. it says, Trump is Samson bringing the temple down. And it shows a, a caricature of a demon-possessed looking Trump with his hands on the pillars of like, I don't know, the country. And it has Hillary Clinton's face on one pillar and George Bush Sr.'s face in there. And he's pushing them apart. And he's taking down the criminal cabal and Trump's here to save us and all of this other garbage. And it said he destroyed them with a jawbone of a donkey, meaning Samson. But now Trump is Samson. Like Trump ever wanted or had anything to ever do with the God of the Bible. Child molesting, Jeffrey Epstein loving, perverted Trump. Yeah, right. So again, just lies pretty much everywhere you turn you got to be super careful what news sources you're referencing and this is why this ministry exists i'm trying to ferret out the truth for you and give it to you now i understand this could be construed as very very negative information but it is current events i am a watchman this is what i am commissioned to do and if we are not aware of these types of things how do we ever even know to pray about it and that's why i have my current event prayer list that we have that you can pray anytime you want that i try to keep updated so that we are trying to fight the good fight and fight you know the satanic battle that we find ourselves um enmeshed in so this is this video parents beware what on earth does this have to do with disease control everybody sorry about that that was the alex jones has this new thing he does with with his videos where he has this obnoxiously high volume that you'll see as a tactic to get you to i i don't know it would make me not want to buy anything from him but so that you know then the the, the real video comes on and it's about you know 50 decibels less than his obnoxious voice but just constant begging for money which is so common now in alternative media it's unbelievable but let's go further uh this lady is um um gonna tell us about the cdc cdc has now partnered up with none other than good old planned parenthood to direct your children to an online chat room called q chat space which allows them to talk in real time about topics like sex transgenderism polyamorous relationships and even the occult 
and they're talking about these subjects with queer and transgender activists. Yes, this is designed to be a safe space for kids to talk about these issues, and it's specifically designed to keep hidden from parents. Now, I find this particularly, um, you know, concerning because if this is a-okay, if there's nothing wrong happening here, why do we need to hide this from parents? So it just goes to show that they're clearly trying to divide the family, keep the kids uncomfortable about discussing these things with parents, and preventing parents from getting involved. So parents, just be aware of this. Be sure to monitor your child's online activity. This is very scary, and it's being advertised on the CDC website. Okay, I had to stop that right at the end because then it went back to that noxiously high volume levels. Um, so anyway, I wanted you to be aware of that. Again, watchmen trying to trying to warn about this type of stuff. Um, next report, drilling under, the, under Lake Mead to drain the last drop, every last drop. The information on the unfolding cataclysm surrounding the collapsing Colorado River water source. Again, this is more of a, a watchman type of of current event report that we all really need to be made aware of us particularly if you live in the united states okay so this is from dane wigginton uh the i mean he's not a christian okay but he does put out you know some some really good information regarding all the ways they're trying to, to destroy us with this climate change uh geoengineering agenda Lake Mead, the largest reservoir in the U.S., is drying up by the day. So is Lake Powell, the second largest U.S. reservoir, and countless other sources of water around the world, the same. Other lakes and waterways are being hit with biblical-level flooding. Both conditions are hallmarks of climate intervention operations, which are very visible in this image of the skies above Lake yeah, Mead. Yeah, they're showing all the chemtrails over Lake Mead. Question, would covert global climate engineering operations known as geoengineering, solar radiation management, and cloud albedo enhancement cause unprecedented drought conditions like those now being endured in the U.S. West. I, I would encourage everybody, you see those chemtrails flying, pray against it. Pray against it when they're not flying. Pray those planes can't even get off the ground in order to, to defile God's creation. Remind God that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. And I don't mean in a cocky mean way. I'm just saying, God, this is your planet. They're defiling your planet, God. Please stop them. Plead with God over these types of things. I mean, the Bible says, come let us reason together, saith the Lord. I mean, these are Bible verses you can give back to God and say, you know, as, as a premise for why you're asking these particular things in Las Vegas and Lake Mead watersheds. All available climate science data makes clear. The answer is yes. Geoengineering causes drought. Next question. How did the builders of the Lake Mead Deadpool drain know 20 years in advance that the Western US mega drought was coming? I'll examine that question more closely in a moment. Lake Mead's third intake set the world record for the deepest subaqueous tunnel while working against up to 15 atmospheres of pressure due to the extreme depth of the tunnel. The Deep Strata Lake Mead Drain Project posed extreme dangers while utilizing the latest underwater blasting technologies to help complete the 15,200-foot-long megatunnel designed to drain every last drop from Lake Mead. The most modern tunnel boring technology was incorporated into the hybrid tunnel boring machine that was specifically manufactured for this project of total desperation. The tunnel borer 
operated under conditions never before achieved by this type of technology. 90% of Las Vegas' water comes from Lake Mead. Keep that in mind. The ultimate objective of this mega project that had a reported final cost of $1.5 billion is to keep the Las Vegas party going till the last oh, possible moment, yep. to avoid panicking populations all over the world when a city of over 2 million overall residents and visitors virtually implodes. Question, where did the massive amount of funding actually come from? Who gave Las Vegas the right to the last lifeblood of a rapidly drying and dying Lake Mead? What happens to all the downstream dependence of Lake Mead water when it no longer flows? That blank isn't hard to fill in, and that day draws very, very near. Many other cities will follow in the path of Las Vegas due to countless forms of environmental implosion, with climate intervention operations further fueling all of it. Once the dominoes begin to fall, the equation will accelerate exponentially. And keep this in mind. Once the majority of global populations realize that the party is over, that none of it was even remotely sustainable, that the reckoning is here, the law of the jungle will prevail at blinding speed. Those in power are acutely aware of what will unfold when the water stops flowing and simultaneously food production collapses. What's the single greatest drought causing factor in this equation? Covert climate engineering operations. They have systematically derailed global precipitation patterns. In 2011, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration admitted that atmospheric particle pollution had almost doubled in the decade before 2011, which, for the record, takes the timeline back to just before Lake Mead's first frightening water level drop in 2002. Wow, yeah. The National Oceanic and it's, Atmospheric... But it just showed a, a map, a chart there. It's been in decline since at least 2000. So this has been... At least 22 years. Now, I don't know if it was declining before that, but this has been a long, slow progression, you know, to get us here. Administration claims excessive atmospheric aerosols offset a percentage of global warming, which is the stated goal of solar radiation management operations. Also, for the record, excessive atmospheric aerosol particle pollution causes drought, period. Though precipitation in the U.S. West has fluctuated to a degree since that time, the overall trend has been consistent, drier and hotter. The cutting off of precipitation to the western U.S. isn't an act of nature. It's the direct result of illegal and unimaginably destructive geoengineering programs. This isn't a denial of the unfolding planetary meltdown due to countless forms of destructive human activities, which climate engineering you know, again and, and to add to the thing about praying against the chemtrails wherever you're at you know in your particular area and these types of things also pray god sends rain because god can still override anything they're doing and send rain you know uh you, you, i i would advise to do both it's making far worse overall not better but again the drought-causing impacts of climate intervention operations are well-documented and not scientifically disputed. The atmosphere can hold 7% more moisture for every degree C of warming. Unfiltered frontline data indicates that we are likely past 3.5 degrees C of warming now. Prior to the year 2000, climate precipitation modeling forecasted the greatest overall increase in precipitation for the United States 
In the western U.S., again, due to the rapid warming of the region and its geographic location east of the Pacific Ocean, what happened? What went wrong? What happened to the rain? Short answer, climate intervention operations. We can speculate about the agendas and objectives in play, but the fact that climate engineering programs are cutting off precipitation from the U.S. West is beyond dispute. Satellite imagery proves beyond any reasonable doubt that climate engineering is radically diminishing and dispersing rain from the western U.S. and many other parts of the world, while other regions are deluged with the stolen and diverted precipitation. The fight to expose and halt climate engineering is nothing short of a fight against weather warfare. Nothing short of a fight for life. Please help geoengineeringwatch.org to sound the alarm. Share credible data from a credible source. Make every day count. Time is not on our side. This is Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org. Yeah, very good, nice, concise six-minute video there. Um, and if you click on that link for the video, it gives you all the you know, geoengineeringwatch.org is their website and all the other ways you can get a hold of them um, or get more information you know, if you so choose. Now, if you want to hear the forty-three, the full forty-three minute interview that he just did recently on this, I give you the link to that. Uh, then on related news reports, I'll just read you the headlines. Scorching summer heat wave throws Britain into more chaos. Red alert with potential power outages. Danger to life triggered for the first time. Europe is consumed by tunnels of fire and extreme heat. 117 degrees Fahrenheit. Firefighters battle blazes in France, Portugal, Spain as thousands are evacuated while Europe bakes in record temperatures. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. They, they are really going for broke. On, on a scale and on a level we have never seen before. Satellite imagery shows global crop declines, except for Russia and China. Oh, imagine that. Sadly, many people in the West have forgotten the importance of commodities and industry and energy in terms of geopolitical leverage. Economic warfare is about independent production. Texas authorities urgently beg residents to turn off their air conditioning because there is no wind to power the windmills. The inefficient windmills we're going to be looking at that more um soon america now facing widespread blackouts due to biden's green energy push experts warn then the next report welcome to the police state future the floating prison barge the floating barge was built as a way for authorities to evade oversight and the local laws by claiming to be in the waterways rather than on land there are many ways equivalent to cia black sites where prisoners are routinely subjected to torture and enhanced interrogation techniques despite the illegality of such acts um they want us to buy an electric car to save the planet but don't charge it or you'll crash the power grid so this report's talking about all that now here's the thing with mike adams he will always put out reports and so much of the time he's not done his homework and he's not giving context uh and evidently he does it so he'll get more readers and viewership but i don't ever like to put out things based in any kind of um lies in any way shape or form what he didn't what he failed to, to mention regarding this prison barge is the information that came out about it was from may 31st or may of last year okay 2021 but i still think this is uh important to talk about because these things do exist and this prison barge still exists and there are many many like them 
and for us to be aware of these things, a massive prison barge is currently floating in the East River of South Bronx near New York City. The barge holds 800 prisoners who are being subjected to chemicals. Now, I don't know if that's the case right now because this was in the throes of the COVID scandemic. I don't know what I what exactly the prison barge is exactly doing right now. So I wanted to throw that in there for full disclosure, okay? But at the time, they were being subjected to chemical assaults, vaccine medical experiments, enhanced restraints, and other forms of illegal torture and incarceration. The floating barge was likely built as a way for authorities to evade oversight and local laws by claiming it to be in the waterways rather than on land. This barge, shown in this YouTube video, is the perfect representation of the future of humanity under global estate police control. Now, you can watch the video where they are literally... Communications were intercepted from this barge during this time, and they were you know, talking about all these things that they're saying in here. Chemical assaults, all kind of restraints being used, um, had to do with COVID, enhanced restraints, other forms of, you know, all kind of stuff that was probably that was being done in the barges. You, I give you the link to that video if you want to listen to it. Uh, these barges are also known as FEMA prison barges. They are believed to be used at Gitmo. There are many ways equivalent to CIA, CIA black sites where prisoners are routinely subjected to torture and enhanced interrogation techniques despite the illegality of such acts. This particular barge that is filmed in the video is the VCBC or the Vernon C. Bain Correctional Center. I'm adding this other stuff in that Mike left out. Uh, is an intake processing jail anchored off Hunts Point in the East River. The majority of the people on the ship are awaiting trial. Commissioned in 1989 and custom built in Louisiana in, um, to New York City specifications, the VCBC arrived in New York City all the way back in 1992. In the mid-1990s, VCBC was temporarily closed, then converted to a juvenile jail, and then converted back to an adult jail for notorious for abuses and violence against detainees. Meanwhile, now going back to this report, meanwhile, the corrupt governments of the world are meticulously destroying domestic food supplies while cranking up cricket factories to produce mass billions of pounds of ground cricket meal to be used as health food for humans and pets. As reported by the WestphalianTimes.com, the Canadian government is excited about the project to grow billions of crickets, produced, uh, producing a nutrient-rich protein for premium health food and pet markets. Uh, got that? Cricket protein meal is the premium health food. Soon you will see it touted as a replacement for whey protein and beef. Enjoy your cricket McNuggets. They also claim that the producing the crickets and uh, producing crickets instead of beef will result in emitting significantly less greenhouse gas emissions during the production stage. Thus, you will be told to eat crickets in order to save the planet from carbon dioxide. As the water runs out in Lake Mead and most of the western United States, wastewater recycling will leap into a whole new phase where people are forced to drink recycled urine if they hope to have drinking water. The water that's removed from biosludge processing, teeming with viruses, birth control chemicals, pesticides, and medications will be filtered and repackaged as drinking water for the masses. And I've reported on that many times. Meanwhile, Tesla owners in Texas are receiving in-car alerts that tell them to avoid charging their cars because the Texas power grid is on the verge of failure due to lack of energy from wind turbines that aren't turning because the wind isn't blowing. Probably that's all by design and created too. As ERCOT has publicly announced, this is the power company evidently, wind power in Texas is currently producing just at 8% of its total capacity. Solar is producing 81, but of course only during the day when the sun is shining. 
Green energy, in other words, is failing yet again. That's all by design. That was all planned. So now we have a situation where we're all supposed to buy green cars to save the planet, but the green cars can't be charged when the green energy isn't working because the wind isn't blowing. So your green car is useless because the green energy isn't reliable. I also heard a report today saying that the average, um, these, these green electric cars are incredibly um, expensive and they also give off an incredible amount of horrible EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies that are basically frying the occupants and unreliable and fraught with problems and that the average battery life is about seven years. So about the time you, you could afford to actually get the car paid off at seven years, you're gonna have to turn around and rebuy the batteries, which is just evidently gigantically, enormously expensive. And Seven years down the road, even, I mean, the way inflation is, who, who even knows? And I know seven years down the road is a long time. But again, that's all by design as well. So that way you can start up a new car payment again to just pay off your batteries this time from your green car that's probably falling apart by then. Um, okay, so let's go further here. But globalists tell everyone to move to more green energy and more green vehicles, which will only make the entire system more prone to collapse. This is why I've always said for so long to resist every facet of this system, because it's not moving in a good place and it's not going to help you in the long term anyway. So truthfully, there isn't enough capacity in the power grid right now to reliably charge the electric cars already in existence. What happens when millions more people buy electric vehicles and plug them in? The answer is obvious. The power grid ceases to function and you end up with rolling blackouts. In other words, the green agenda will push America into a third world existence. Uh, it's one more important reason to get a solar generator for backup power. Now, understand something. A solar generator is not going to power your house. Okay. It's not going to power a whole lot. Okay. As far as anything like AC or refrigerators. I mean, it depends on what you get in that type of thing and how many solar panels you have and you know but um this is from adams and he says the brand i currently recommend is the ecoflow i agree it's the one i've got i've had it for about year and a half two years and every time i go back to just make sure the battery's topped off and because you want to recharge it from time it's just all perfect and it, it hasn't lost its charge at all i mean the thing's pretty amazing uh i haven't had to use it yet but i mean from what i've seen and from the research that i've done and i think he's done research that is a very good unit it's the ecoflow and there's a link there that he gives you sat123.com i'm not i have no affiliation with any of it uh one of our sponsors and um they've got other things there too so uh if you want to avail yourself to that now next report Martial law red alert, Democratic leadership introduces bill to give Biden the powers of a dictator and to use military against the right wing with no congressional oversight. Like I said, they're going for broke. Satan's pushed in all his chips on this. I mean, this is just gonzo, insane nuts what we're in the middle of here. Uh, this literally, this story just broke today, the 17th of July. H.R. 4350 officially declares globalist puppet addled child molester joe biden to be the dictator inside the continental united states and to wage land sea and air operations against the american people 
Anybody that's not fallen in line, obviously. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the middle of a coup. Meanwhile, globalist leaders have officially announced new worldwide lockdowns coming in the fall because of whatever scamdemic, monkeypox, um, whatever they're going to do. Coming in the fall, including the U.S. You can read this, this newest um, National Defense Authorization Act 2022, HR4350 at this link that I provide. Okay, so I don't have a lot more on that at this point. Jones was just reporting on it today. And um, all right, so let's go further here. Um, UN Security General fighting misinformation, a matter of life and death. Panic globalists losing control over the information war surrounding COVID, the Ukraine conflict, election integrity, and the Great Reset. And I do, yes, I do think that a ton of people have woken up. And this, again, is, and I've said this for, you know, long time now this is why they have accelerated the agenda because so many more people are woke up now than there were you know even five years ago and then right on cue next report un uh secretary general says fighting misinformation is a matter of life and death now what he means by that is fighting truth because nothing comes out of the united nations but lies so fighting truth is a matter of life and death for the un Panic globalists losing control of the information war surrounding COVID, the Ukraine conflict, and election integrity and Great Reset. U United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres claims fighting misinformation is a matter of life and death. Communications is not a side issue or an afterthought, Guterres said Tuesday, calling strategic communications central to the success of all of our work. Uh, the weapons they wield are not just guns and explosives. Now, you could have framed this in the whole Ukrainian, uh, whatever he claimed. But misinformation, disinformation, and hate speech are increasingly being used as weapons of war. So they'll, they'll, they'll label anything as truth as, again, misinformation, disinformation, or hate speech, which is common. And it's aimed to dehumanize the so-called other the so-called other threaten vulnerable communities as well as peacekeepers themselves and even give open license to commit atrocities he went on to say the information provided to the public must be grounded in evidence oh like none of their information is okay uh, based on verified data again like none of their evidence is open to dialogue oh, like none of their evidence is because they're totally not open to dialogue uh and um delivered by credible messengers again none of that would be applicable to them at all we need a substantial reform of our communication strategy upgrading our tools and platforms to reach people around the world so they're not brainwashing us enough he said adding that the un has launched a global communication strategy and there's even a website to that that i did not open let's see Oh, it's it's a six-page PDF on United Nations University, the global communication strategy from 2020 to 2024. This is how they're going to brainwash, try to brainwash the world to push in their satanic agenda in the New World Order. Guterres argued the best course of action is to combat misinformation. To combat misinformation is to use the power of the big tech platforms for censorship. Oh, that's good. So take away all free speech and no First Amendment or anything like that. Obviously, that's, you know definitely uh, a satanic agenda and goal then he goes on to say the, the united nations must play a more deliberate role as an information actor in conflicting environments and be seen as a trusted source by 
I don't know how you're going to undo a lot of what you've already done, though. A lot of people will not trust you, Satan, no matter what you do. Because all you've done is lie. And anybody that has any kind of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, any thirst for truth on almost any level, hopefully has seen that, you know. Facilitating inclusive dialogue, demanding the removal of harmful speech, and calling leaders to account and account and promote the voices of peace and unity, always the same lies and garbage. Guterres' argument is more of a smokescreen to target the real problem for global leaders, their narratives surrounding the Ukrainian conflict, the Great Reset, election integrity, and the COVID scandemic, you know, now monkey pox, including ineffective masks, experimental messenger RNA vaccines, and the damaging shutdowns. Um, so they're facing major headwinds in recent months. And I, again, I do think that's why they're getting so incredibly, insanely aggressive, because they are to a certain extent, losing control of the narrative. But again, will Donald Trump or maybe DeSantis come riding in on a white horse with JFK Jr. resurrected from the dead and Gassara and Nasera to save the day and the Ascended Masters and the whole UFO? Will that happen? Who knows? I don't know, but I have mentioned that in the previous studies. Will they? Will the white hats come and defeat the, the black hats and the good cabal defeat the wicked, evil um, cabal that's in power right now? And will the the Great Reset be trumped by the Great Reawakening, as we've talked about in, in recent weeks? And I'm just telling you, just be really careful, because at the end of the day, Satan controls both sides of that. Right-left paradigm, you know? I just don't see a lot of Bible guys for us going into some great new reawakening and Age of Enlightenment and, and having some big, gigantic revival of Christianity on a worldwide scale. I mean, biblical revival. And you could say, well, you're Johnny Rancal. You're just negative. I'm saying, show me the Bible for that. Show me the Bible. I'll show you 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I'll show you Matthew 24. I'll show you the book of Revelations. I'll show you Daniel. And I'm sure there's a lot of other things I could show to say and to let us know that we are going to be going into a seven-year tribulation. And the falling away of the church has to happen before that happens. And then that wicked capital W will be revealed even before the tribulation starts. According to, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, and if you read the whole chapter in context. So, I'm just saying. Trying to stick with the Bible. Now, insane current event headlines. The good and the bad, plus many proactive action alerts. Because I want to try for us to be as proactive as possible. In whatever way you feel led of the Lord. Um, first, and these are just bullet point headlines. Highland Park attack occurred despite red flag laws, other stringent gun controls. Illinois shooter Bobby uh, Crimeo tied to Democratic Socialists of America, Antifa, and the occult. What do we know about the suspected Highland Park gunman, Robert Crimeo? Um, and that was like the one of the last major shootings that just happened. New York mandates social media checks of character and conduct in gun permit applications. So one of the ways they're trying to get the guns out of people's hands. Now, here are three different proactive things regarding gun control that you can do. 
The first one is please add your name to either spank or thank your representative for voting for or against the biggest gun control bill in 30 years. Note our system will automatically detect how your representative voted upon entering your address. And I believe that's Gun Owners of America, which is, from my experience, the most proactive uh, gun rights organization that is around. They, and they've got these automated systems where you can just generate these pre-written letters to your senators or whoever, congressmen, and depending on the situation, or Biden, governors, you know. <clears throat> and um, it's, it's as one-stop shopping as you can get. Now, if you're like, oh, I don't want to fill out all those forms, get something like RoboForm, Okay. Now, I'm sure there's others out there, and it will store all your passwords, all your information. Now, granted, you're going to have to key it in initially, but then it'll ask you, do you want to save? And then you, you save it, and then you every time you go back to that website, if you're logged in, all you got to do is, is you know hit the thing. It'll populate the forms, and you'll be logged. I mean, it saves me such a tremendous amount of time. I can't even imagine if I had to fill everything in. Um, it could save, you know, all this stuff. I've never, you know, I've never seen a problem with it being breached. But now there's a lot of other things you should be doing on your computer. You should be running some type of total security. Um, I think one of the best ones out there is uh, Bitdefender, total internet security, which is another level. And then they have a VPN that you can buy, virtual privacy network, where you can also run that. Now I understand you can't log into all sites with a VPN running and sometimes you have to shut it off. Okay, fine, but most of the time you can run it. And then also running a program, a free program like Ghostery. Now, there's a paid version, but I don't see what the advantage of it. Ghostery so much cuts down on, like, pop-ups and um, ads. It virtually eliminates them if you're on YouTube. I mean, you don't even see them. And I don't have to deal with any of that. So those three things I just said, RoboForm, Bitdefender, Total Internet Security, and um, Ghostery, which is a free program. Now, Bitdefender's not free, and the VPN's not free, but, I mean, if you're on the computer a lot, it's worth it, you know? Um, Roboform's are not that expensive. Oh, no, I can't even tell you how much time it'll save you if you're not using something like that. Anyway, so then the next proactive link, House to Move Toward a vote on assault weapons ban. They're, they're going to try to ban all assault. What would that mean? That mean everybody turn your guns in. If you have anything we deem as an assault weapon. What? Like, like a rifle, like a AR 15, like a mini 14, like a whatever. Yeah. Well, that's world war three in America. Then, you know, we get door to door gun confiscation. <laughs> okay. Well, Good luck on that, but um, that that is what they're trying to do right now. The ban is wildly popular among House Democrats. And, you know, the rhino sold out to Satan Republicans. Sickling's bill has 211 Democratic co-sponsors, but several moderates facing tough reaction contests are also on board. So... This month, Re Representative Sickling is introduced a ban assault weapons that will be voted on the next House Judiciary Committee. Um, 
I believe it's this week after the Senate voted to pass gun control in June. I'm calling on people like you to turn up the heat on the House and Senate to stop the next assault on our God-given rights. Please add your name to our pre-written letter to your House representative and two senators to vote no on banning. Now, calling is even better and writing is even, you know, whole other level. Literally, gun owners of America will send you, like once a month, they'll send you like a, a thing, a letter on updates, and then also these pre-done postcards all you have to do is sign them and put a stamp on it and maybe your return address and you know that counts for a lot of votes in there because not 99 percent of the people probably aren't going to do that so they have algorithms that determine well okay an email's uh this many people is equivalent to this many people outraged a call is equivalent to this many a um a written letter is equivalent to this many a postcard is so that's how they determine things and I, i'm all i'm just all about pushing back against evil any way shape or form you know and this is just one more way you can be proactive then going further video wendy arizona wendy rogers vows to stop the invasion and put america first in a new ad campaign um then action alert over 50 people are still in prison for the january 6th setup yeah, which is an abomination. And then click here to go to a 45-minute documentary on those being um, help, on those who need your help from the most in from the most wicked fashion of our federal government. I'm sorry, they botched the text on that. And learn what you can do to help them. Then another video that just came out this week: Biden's corruption explodes. I think I might be praying. I don't know if I'm playing that later or not. Anyway, next one: mainstream news is even reporting this. Watch Hunter Biden's films films himself weighing his crack cocaine yeah it's not even this is on mainstream news this is on fox i heard about this i mean sean hannity the whole nine yards new thing that came out of him weighing his own crack cocaine i mean evidently there's all kind of stuff that jones was talking about the other day where you know and don't watch any of those videos of evidently there's videos of him being naked in front of little girls and obviously he wants to rape little girls and sexually molest them and these types of things and that's why john walsh gave Bo biden collectively for the bidens a uh girl lover heart on heart award at the national centers for missing and exploited children on stage and i, I gave you the picture last week it was in the it was in the pdf because they want to just put it in your face they want they want you to not do your homework and to realize they're just laughing at you that the center for for missing and exploited children is the exact opposite of that agenda so much so that they're giving awards to the bidens who have predilections for little girls both joe and i'm probably Bo did and hunter well known look at creepy joe on stage with the little girls a little girl lover award pedophile child molester award yeah see last week's teaching i mean it's just absolute total insanity leaked messages show hunter biden reportedly called joe biden pedo peter yeah that was all broke this week white house is quietly modeling for 200 oil uh ten dollars per gallon biden opens up our u.s oil reserves and send, sends millions of barrels to communist china and europe because Joe, Joe, good old Joe, creepy Joe, change you can believe in. Then truck apocalypse begins in California. 70,000 truckers forced off roads due to democratic um, insanity. Then consider the ramifications. 
This just broke today. 60,000 tons of frozen food destroyed. 60,000 tons, not pounds, tons of frozen food destroyed due to suspicious multiple freezer failures in Billings and Laurel, Montana. Imagine that. Sam's Club, Costco, Walmart, there's no back stock available to replenish these whatsoever. I and mean, you combine that with all the food factories going down and all these things being burned up and mm, wow, one big coincidence. Then economic collapse in Sri Lanka. Then dismantling the constitution. Police no longer have to honor the right to remain silent. They, they no longer have to honor your right to remain silent. Well, what does that mean? I could only think that means they could torture you in the event you want to remain silent. If they don't have to honor the right, that means, what does that mean? Well, that means they, they can torture you, doesn't it? I mean, I, I mean, one thing leads to another. UN claims world hunger is necessary as governments intentionally cause poverty on a global scale. Then there is evidence someone is attacking the U.S. with deadly levels, levels of radiation and is being covered up. And that's a whole other thing I have reported on in the past, but there's a link to that. Uh, then breaking a, a Bill Gates Foundation supermarket in the Netherlands. Now, these are more on the positive side, which is good. A Bill Gates Foundation supermarket in the Netherlands that focuses on new age foods like plant protein meat and bugs like crickets has spontaneously caught fire in the middle of the night wonderful then greg reese dutch farmers ignite worldwide anti-globalist uprising then victory another court protects the right to record police so it's like okay courts are saying that police don't have to honor the right to remain silent and then there are some victories though that another court protects the right to record police okay then european farmers protest spreads to poland and italy and huge backlash against the globalist depopulation and starvation schemes uh, then judge strikes down Los Angeles school vaccine mandate, siding with the parent. Then amazing interview, how to conquer fatigue and low energy. Interview with Ari Witten, really good interview. I highly recommend it. How to conquer fatigue and low energy. Cutting edge stuff they get into. Stuff I've never even covered. Then the next one, Jean-Francois Tremblay, the best peptides for anti-aging, energy, and healing. Again, cutting, cutting age, edge stuff, guys on this peptide stuff haven't said anything about it up until now but i really didn't know about it up until recently and i'm telling you the stuff is the real deal not anything i carry but you might want to check into it then um magnesium nightmare how new supplement restrictions could affect your sleep quality again they're trying to be in magnesium they're trying to be in nac the n-acetylcysteine which is what gets the graphene oxide out of your system from if you're around the vaxxed people or um if you've got it in your system from the chemtrails or previous vaccines or whatever uh, and other ways of getting it into the food supply trying to ban that then sewage contaminating your food your food now these are action alerts meaning you can click on this and again it's pre pre-done pre-written things again if you have something like roboform you just boom 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 and you're all the all the messages to all the congressmen or whoever is already done it literally takes you like two or three minutes maybe Okay, then sewage contaminating your food, your food and drinking water could be contaminated with PFAS forever chemicals at levels that are hundreds of times higher than what is considered safe, but the EPA is too busy looking out for the industry to care. Another action alert on that. Then CBDs, uh, uncertain future, the FDA continue, continues refusing to provide a pathway for CBD supplements, the like the, the, the CBDs from um, like the hemp oil and these types of things. All in an effort to protect the drug industry profits. We need to force their hand. Another action alert there. Then um, a whole thing on lowering your blood pressure naturally. Tons and tons of things in there. 
So to do that, now I don't, when they get into the whole new age meditation stuff, if there's a section on that, okay, obviously I'm not for that, but most of the stuff they're recommending there's good stuff. Then statins increase your diabetes risk by 38%. They also make your, um, the statins, the, the cholesterol lowering meds, also make your risk of heart attack go through the roof because statins, which means to stop, that word means to stop, um, stops all CoQ10 production in the body which sets you up for a nice massive heart attack. I've got into this before. Just key in cholesterol in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. We're so lied to about that particular subject. It's just mind-boggling. Then lose your gut and pot belly with these strategies. Okay. Then natural options for depression. So these are just some things that you can avail yourself to. Okay, I'm totally over on time. God bless you, and we will see you in part two.